Hey there, fans of brotherly love wrestling. It is I, Vic Delicious. Philly's own, the Mecca here. It is the real McCoy, J.D. Axe, Justin D. Xavier. It's your man, C.D., the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Hello, boys and girls. This is your old friend, R.J. City. Hey there, brotherly love wrestling. Bill Carr here. Hey everyone, this is two-time guest Wheeler Yuta. Two bozos from Philadelphia flapping their gums about pro wrestling this, pro wrestling that. Which is not that unique in the grand scheme of things yet. You are in for a treat because you're tuned in to Brotherly Love Wrestling. Philadelphia, are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome, everybody, to Brotherly Love Wrestling. And on today's show, we're going to be talking a little bit about AEW uh, leading into the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. I'm not calling it a premium live event. It's a pay-per-view. It always will be a pay-per-view. Wait, so, what? They're not called pay-per-views anymore by WWE. You know really? Wait, for real? Where have you been? For the past, like, two months, maybe, uh, maybe more? I haven't been paying attention to It's that. been called a premium live event, not a pay-per-view. Well, because I guess you're not paying per view. Yeah. They're still pay-per-views, though. Just can't let it go, can you? I can't, no. Premium live events, just too... It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to flow. Pay-per-view. Well, of course Every, not. We've been saying pay-per-view yeah, as long as premium, we can watch wrestling. No, premium is already lo- longer than fucking pay-per-view. I think premium is longer than that. <laughs> and I forget what the other two words are now that I live, pre- live event. event. Yeah. I've forgotten what the other two because I just am stuck on premium. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, the Extreme Rules pay per view coming up in Philly, which we will not be attending, but I feel like it is a very, very solid pay per view that they're building to uh, on Saturday. Which is another thing I really love. I'm getting so fucking old that I don't want to leave the comforts of my house. It really has to blow you away. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like a mania would get me there. Royal Rumble would get me there. I don't know. It's just that it, maybe I'm tainted by extreme rules being so bad for a while. You're right. No, I I, I mean, look, as soon as I saw it, that it was going to be in Philly, in my head, I was like, what I hope. Oh. Yeah. What I hope is that it's so good that I regret not, not being there. I don't see how they're going to do that. I, I'm, But I'm optimistic that they could. So before we get to that, okay, I do want to talk about AEW because oh, see, I thought I was leading us into the promise line. No, you, I, I knew you were, but I wanted to start here <laughs> because you text me, and I wanted to go over this because oh fuck, I text you. This was on Wednesday, Arthur Ashe Stadium. They did the Grand Slam. Oh, I texted in the group. Yeah, me, you, and Bill have a group text, and right after Chris Jericho won the ROH title, yeah. You texted and said, AEW is basically unwatchable anymore, is what you said. Oh. So I kind of wanted to touch on that because it has been, a, it hasn't been that good in my, in your, in your in opinion, my, it in hasn't. In my opinion. I, now, it's been like, 
it's been a lot more fast forward or play around on my phone than actually wanting to watch. Okay, so I wanted to dive into this because when we started this show, all the guys from All Elite Wrestling were in Japan or Ring of Honor, whatever. And we were really into a lot of that. We discovered them and we couldn't get enough of watching them. We would go to all the events. The Ring of Honor would come to Philly because we wanted to see the Bucks. We we love watching Omega Okada. We love watching Omega with other guys. The main guys that we watched built this company with Cody, of course. And we were pretty excited when it happened. And then it kind of fell off for both of us, to be honest. But we were excited it's for something. So, so much so that they just had a show this past week in Philly. And I had not one. Yes, this text was two weeks ago at Grand Slam. I know. No, but I had no. This past week, when was I filled. found out, like in the past, when I found out, what did I do? Immediately that day, I bought, yeah, like getting tickets. I bought no, like I literally, well, I last minute it. Well, yeah, I didn't remember until last minute. So mm-hmm. that's, no, but the first, the first one they came, we sat in the waiting, that fucking digital waiting room, or yeah. whatever the hell they call it. Yeah. For the second they went on sale, we tried to yeah, get. Them. Yeah, we got awful seats, mm-hmm. but it was still fun. It was, it was still, great. Because it was the first time we got to see Omega Russell mm-hmm. live. Yes. And I wanted to be there for that. I and mean, AEW would be the only way, really, that I would get to do that. Yeah. And the second time we, we went, we got to see CM Punk. Yes. Yeah. And that was the that was the reason for going for that. Because exactly. I wanted to see CM Punk live at least one more time. Yeah. And I had only seen him, I think, maybe once before. Uh, I don't know if I've ever yeah, seen Yeah, I have. I don't know if I ever have, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen CM Punk live. I, I think them. that was my main reason for wanting to go. You remember that mismatch uh, Survivor Series where he was with DX and the Hardys? Oh, you were there for that. I was there for that. Right. So I saw him in that, which is the beginning sound clip at the beginning of our intro, is when he says, Philadelphia, are you ready? That is from that Survivor Series with him and Hunter. But yeah, I, I agree. But this one, now I agree with you. If they're watching Wednesday night, I think compared to the other events that were in Philly, it was a severe downgrade. Even though you had oh, yeah. Soraya, either her coming out was fucking amazing. Yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't doing no her promo. Like yeah, having but her we didn't even actually, get like the actual date. The return that was at yeah. So of it's course, not as, it's not as good. I don't think I was it's not pumped, nearly as good. I was pumped to hear what she had to say in front of a Philly crowd. I was severely disappointed. I thought that entire thing fell flat. She, and, and Ring Rust does not apply just to actual wrestling. It applies to being on the mic and talking in front of people. But I thought that she fell thought very she flat. Could, she thought that she could go out and just coast, I feel. Like the name alone mm-hmm. was going to generate the the cheers. But that didn't happen because the fans, for the most part, really weren't. Yeah, they really weren't having it. They really, it didn't. They didn't seem enthused. You could blame it on a Philly crowd or whatever, but I didn't really, I didn't really overly care what she had to say. I didn't think it was. Do you believe that she is a shot in the arm if she wrestles for that division? Do you think she helps that division? I don't think she was ever a really good promo. So yeah, I think the in ring would completely revamp Mm -hmm. for the most part that women's division if she actually because. No one, no one really went to go see a page promo. They wanted to see her in ring. Yeah, she was good in ring. And I don't know when everyone got on the page wagon. Like, is she? I mean, maybe I'm in the minority here, but 
Was she even that good? Was she like mind blowingly great? That I think in, in I think it was a her being completely different. Okay, I think that was you one think, appeal. Okay, one appeal. do you think it was just the the aura, the personality alone? Yeah, because you, you don't think it was the you don't you agree with me partially? You don't think she's anything special in the ring? Um, no, I don't want to say that either because I think it all it's one big package. I think it's when she came out. When she won from AJ Lee right after, yeah, you know, I mean that exactly. But it was the different style of woman that you were seeing wrestle and how she was wrestling, completely different to the Bellas or anyone who came before her like that. She was a whole different mold and, and sparking that that women's evolution of wrestling. So that is a part of it. I still think she's solid in the ring, better than majority of what AEW has. And that's not a knock you, on those right. women. She just is. All right. So I mean, do you think it's the name change? That do you what? think that it's not her being called Paige is why? Because I do that sometimes. Like, I feel like I'm less invested in someone that comes out with a different name when I know them. Like, I did the same thing with Miro. Mm-hmm. Like, I know him as Rusev. Mm-hmm. I liked him as Rusev. I, I I'm not. It's me being stubborn. I'm not giving them a chance. Being stuck in your ways. I get you. I'm not giving them the chance to be their. Do I think that's what the majority a, of fans or what? No, I believe I talk myself out of that. Oh, okay. I think it's. Okay. I think a lot of it's me. Okay. Not wanting to, but I could. I I might not be alone. But no, yeah, I agree. Might be I think in, there's I might a little bit. My, I might be in the minority on this one. I, but I think you, you. There's probably a group of people that probably agree with you, with the same way. Just hearing that name, I'm like, oh man, it's not, it's not the same. It doesn't feel like the same. Okay, so back to the the original question with AEW. Everything we liked about the indies and and these companies and these big guys with with cool names. Here's the thing, though, and the way they wrestled that was, was the different. In, that was the indies. Yes. Now that you have to, it's not like going there live and be like, oh, I can watch this because it's in front of me. But if this was televised, this probably wouldn't be as good. Real, you you didn't think that then, no. But I think that now, I think that's part of the problem now. Like I think they need these TV ready and like it needs to be like a polished. I don't. I feel like the, it's not a polished product. So you blame AEW. You don't blame like the Bucks and Omega. You blame more AEW and the deal that it has that has watered down what you originally liked about them. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. So then, with that, do you agree or disagree with me that AEW was better when Cody Rhodes was involved with AEW than it is since yes. Cody Rhodes is not? You believe it is? Yeah. Okay, so because that kind of hit me watching the last two weeks, four programs of AEW. Not only that, but I honestly think MJF is almost stale. Ah, I can't even. No way. I, I won't. Feel like, I won't agree with yeah, that. Yeah, but if you no actually way. listen, he's the promos that he's cutting are the same style promos. They just—it's nothing new. It's kind of just like, but it's because he does old school heel. He's the only one doing it. I understand that, but you think it's you feel it is because you've seen that your entire life. The demo that's watching him and loving him, or I feel like for some reason. I don't know what it is, and because you have—I mean, you're—you're always pretty negative when it came to the uh, the two of us. You were always the more negative one, anyway, and that's not nothing 
I'm not saying anything is wrong. No. Okay. No. But I feel I've never seen well, you go from – I've never seen you go from so like, uh, yeah, they're doing good. I like this. I like this. I like that. Now you're almost completely against watching any of AEW, and I've never seen you kind of no. do that to wrestling. I'll still watch – I'll still watch my favorites. I'll watch them because they're. I have no choice. That's the only place I'm going to see them. Like Daniel Brian Danielson, it's the only place I'm going to see them. And I like watching him wrestle, and I like everything that he does. He was one of my favorites when he was Daniel Bryan. Like so, of course, I'll still mark out always and forever for Sting, mm-hmm. just because it's him. And if he's in the ring and he does his comeback. I will always get mm-hmm. every single time. I yeah. and I what I like I like that feeling, so I'm going to watch that. I get you, but it's the the tag team division fell off. Uh I mean, I I, I see what you're saying, but I feel like the people that are the I, champs I, no, deserve. Here, I'll chance. say a negative and a positive. Yeah. So I feel like the the tag division fell off, mm-hmm. but I like that they're actually building new tag teams up. Like that wouldn't have been there before. Like I like that they're doing that, but I still feel like their top now isn't as good as their how their top was. Like how they began. Yeah, like Bucks, FTR, uh, Lucha Brothers. But I mean, there's only a certain amount of times you can actually watch them wrestle. So I get it. It's something new, but I still feel like the new isn't as good as it was. So I watched again because I've had all this time. And I will go back to the I'll, the thing that sparked it. Yeah, was the Jericho winning the ROH title? Yes, and I looked at that as because everyone's like, "Oh, this is the this is the most the ROH title has ever meant." Like I looked at it as like, like if I were like someone told me five years ago, they were like, they told me Jericho won the ROH title, and I would have immediately thought, "What the fuck happened to Jericho's career? He was fucking." So you went complete opposite. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought that this was the low, one of the lowest in Jericho's career. Oh, in Jericho's career, I can see why why yeah. you would equate that to that. Yeah, I feel like I don't I don't feel like it necessarily makes the ROH title any more prestigious. I feel like it makes Jericho look less in his whole what if they the all of the accolades that Jericho has had, I feel like this is the lowest one he's had. All right, Honestly, so I'm let sorry. me ask you this. If they go a certain way, which I feel like this is kind of where they're going from just the way he t- cut the promo, if he's fighting Samoa Joe and then he's, even though we saw Danielson, but, uh, and just keeps Jay Lethal and they keep bringing back these Ring of Honor guys and he destroys them and keeps destroying them. And then all of a sudden Ring of Honor rises up and you have an unsung hero come up out of nowhere and so who's the overtake again? I, I I don't know. I'm just saying. I feel like that's kind of where they're headed now. The end could he be beat, Joe. He beats all the ROH darlings. You yes, like you could do. I feel like that's kind of where he's going because he said he's smashing everybody. He beat up the ring announcer. You know what I mean? He's immediately he's starting to do all this stuff. So I feel like that's kind of where they're going. Yeah, if that's what it is, and it the dishonor of honor. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like if that's where they're going and the end point is crowning this new champion that dethrones Chris Jericho and then that pushes you into their TV product, all right, I'm good with it. I don't mind it that much if he's the one that, that you're going to do it with. Right, it's who they went with for their AEW title. Yeah, yeah. I get it. 
but I didn't look at it that way. Mm-hmm. And I still don't really look at it that way. Yeah. I mean, if it happens, it happens. That's great. Mm-hmm. Then it was the storyline, but it wasn't for me. I get it. Uh, I, I'm glad you said Danielson, though, because I, with all the extra time I've had, I've been scrolling through Peacock and looking at older stuff. And I just watched uh, the 24 of WrestleMania 37 when they first came back in front of a crowd. And it was Roman, Edge, and Brian. And I'm watching all this backstage stuff leading up to the match and listening to Daniel talk. uh, Or Brian talk. Um, I don't buy the fact, like, all the lip service you hear from him about AEW and how this is the best point of his career and all this shit. I look at what main eventing that WrestleMania meant to him as he said it then. Then watching it. And don't forget, and not only that, I watched both parts. I watched night one and night two of, of 24. So I got to watch and absorb Bianca and Sasha as well, watching that. And that gave me the same goosebumps that it gave me the night it happened, the night we watched it. AEW, and I'll give them maybe a handful or a little bit more, I might be forgetting. They don't make me feel like WWE makes me feel. They Those moments, as corny as people want to say they are, they are legit. And the reason you get your goosebumps is because wrestling had those moments when we were kids. When you said Sting firing up, it immediately takes you to a five or six-year-old kid watching Sting fire up. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And that's the biggest thing. I feel like now... Well, we're not five or six anymore. Granted. But wrestling, at its core, when it's really done well, can make you do that no matter what age you are. I.e., Edge. Yes. Edge coming out that rumble, there wasn't a person who didn't get goosebumps and or freak out. Punk was another one. Driving in the car on the way home to 2300 Arena. I'll never forget watching it on our phone as we're on 95 and his music hitting. Because we still couldn't believe that it was actually going to happen. So, like, those moments, I feel like they're few and far between when it comes to AEW. And WWE does it a lot better and a lot more. And I don't know what it is. I mean, it's all a preference thing, but yeah, I lean more towards the what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, AEW might have good matches, but they don't have those. They don't have those memorable mo- moments yet. Yes, yeah, there there have been some. Like I said, don't get me wrong. There have been it maybe a little bit more than a handful of moments. And CM well, we Punk know, is definitely one of them. We don't know what that's doing for the younger generation, though. We don't know what their actual outlook upon it is. The younger generation seeing an older generation star coming to AEW, does that have the impact as it does on me and you? No. And that's that's the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah, but I want to know what their their most memorable moments are. Like, I want to know what they consider, like, oh, yeah, remember when, like, Hangman won the title? Like, is that their... Because we have memorable moments. Well, yeah, and we and that's why and like you said, we also have time on our side too of lots of years of watching wrestling. Yeah, where AEW is three years old. Yeah, so if people just start watching wrestling and they're like, "Oh, this is great!" Like, what, what did the what was their basis beforehand? Mm-hmm. Like, even younger kids who watched WWE growing up, they didn't watch in the era we did. No, usually it's the. Ruthless either, aggression, either ruthless aggression or maybe PG. Yeah, yeah, like Cena. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, Cena. You know, he had fucking moments. Yeah, yeah a million of them. 
Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's like, a not, WWE moment. Yeah, I know. Again, he, I'm just saying like from Cena's return at. It's not fair to to. I know to it's apple, it's apples and oranges for sure. What I'm saying is that it's the machine. Yes, W. They they perfected it, and they. I'm talking into this right now. It probably <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> they know the formula. Yes. AEW is trying to reinvent the formula, but the formula has been perfected. Yeah, it has been. There's no tweaks that need to be made to the 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 actual formula. Now, whether or not you want to stick to the formula, that's a different story altogether. But to try and recreate and redefine that formula is never going to happen. Well, and that's why AEW is good doing what they do. Yes, but if they stick to doing what they yes, do. but. You cannot be more perfect than perfect. Yeah. And WWE has made it very hard to make it better, those moments that they create. And they've also had, you have years upon years upon insanely amazing like, wrestling look, minds. Look, look, look at all that. Look at this, though. Uh, I'll, put, I'll put Sasha and Bianca's moment against... Daniel or Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega's moment when they squared off for the first time in a 30 minute like like those are the moments I get that I like that I like that like, comparison yeah so those are like I consider I don't even know if that's WWE's biggest like in the past like couple of years it might be the biggest yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to beat it. But for AEW, I feel like that's their biggest like in ring moment. I feel like it is because what was Punk's in ring moment? It was it was Darby, Darby Allen. Uh, I think it was more MJF and Punk. Yeah, that was great. But I'll still put the first time you're getting to see Omega. Well, and I'll honestly that I'll put a lot more. Honestly, for me. Well, the first time I thought of moments for AEW and the first one that came to mind that gave me chills and made me really sink into AEW is Dustin and Cody. That match, when they squared off, because remember the promos leading up, yeah. everything was so good, so well done. And then them standing across from each other and even that match and how it ended. And that for me is a AEW moment I'll never forget. And one of my favorite. So that one for me stands up um, above them all so far and i would love to see who else would agree or disagree with that but I that still, i still think kenny and and brian is bigger brian is bigger hmm. i think that was the feeling that you wanted like the because they did they had the whole hogan rock thing where they didn't even lock up yet true and the fans were just true. devouring it yeah it was it was that was that not to that magnitude yeah but yeah. still it was that moment mm-hmm same thing with Bianca and Sasha. Before they even locked up, they were both yeah, almost in tears of how crazy the crowd was going. Mm-hmm. Those are the moments. Like, that wasn't for Dustin and Cody to have the, the crazy standing ovation. Like, I feel like that's a part of the whole moment. Like, that's why I equate those two together, because they're more recent, too. No, yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. The history for WWE, WWF is a lot greater. Obviously. But in recent, I'll put those two and be like, all right, what made you feel more? Like, what was more memorable? And I still think Bianca and Sasha is a bigger and more memorable moment. 
Like I'm talking about biggest against biggest, and I still think it's a clean, clean victory. We're gonna have to put this out because I'm really interested in what people will say. I definitely yeah. want to put a poll up. I mean, it's, and see. What I feel like it's a good say. comparison. I just don't know if people will be like see it at first and be like, oh, well, what the hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like just if you go by moment and like crowd reaction and that whole thing, I still feel like the bigger moment was, and I don't even think it's arguable. With Sasha and Bianca. I agree with you, but I also feel, again, it's a little unfair. You're talking about the main event of WrestleMania. The first night fans are back. So that's a little stacked against uh, against the Omega Bryan. I'm talking about biggest, my my opinion, biggest moment and biggest moment for in-ring. Like, where, because it wasn't really a storyline for Omega, but it was a history and a lineage, and this was every top wrestlers. Yes, this okay. was like everybody wanting it. So there was anticipation for so long. So that was the anticipation jitters and whatnot. The other one was a storyline and a moment. Yeah. So yeah. I'm interested. I, I I can't wait to put that poll up because I want to see what people say. Yeah, I'm interested in that. All right. Well, I mean that that about does. I just wanted to get your opinion because of that text. Well, there you go. My opinion. And uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not anti-anti-AEW. I'm just, I want it to be better. I don't feel like it's firing all on all cylinders. And the funny thing is, because you said this before, um, you said, and I'm, I'm talking months ago, that you couldn't stand, and this is be- also before <laughs> Omega came back, you didn't like, you. and we know this, if you anyone has listened or watched our show, you know he does not like Kenny Omega on the mic at all. Yeah. Um, once the bell rings, then he likes Kenny Omega, but you don't like that, and you really have been soured on the Bucks. Now, the Bucks and Omega aren't even there, and you still don't like AEW. I kind of miss them. <laughs> See, that is the, that was the other question I wanted to get at, was with I did, them gone. I didn't like the Bucks being the corny. I thought it was just so forced and corny. I like the Bucks. I think they're, I think they're much better baby faces. I think the Bucks are... I with the streamers and the crowd, I think just think that the crowd wants to cheer them, and I think that their the in ring presence is more suited for the fire faces. up the yeah. crowd. And I don't feel like people want to boo them. I mean, I They're agree. Great. I just agree with what you're great. saying. Though. Be the greatest tag team mm-hmm. and just be that. Cause I mean, like it's not far from true. You're right. So just be them, but be happy about it. Kiss the babies. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I'm not overly anti AEW. I'm just at this moment right now, I, it's not as enjoyable to watch. Did you watch Rampage, uh, the second part of Grand Slam? But they ask you that too. I feel like you didn't. No, I don't think because I, I feel like you did not see. Um, and now I'm going to completely blank on his name. That's good. WCW. Uh, Crowbar. Uh, the Great Muda. Oh, did I did you... see a clip. Of, okay, and Sting's going to be in his uh yes, farewell his... tour. Yes, yeah, but Not Muda, that I watch that you'll watch. Yes, but I'm saying Muda being on uh, Rampage, I thought you would be all in. Oh, would I would have worn my shirt. Yeah, fatal encounter. <laughs> all right, so let's move on to the yes, another Philadelphia show coming yes, up. The pay per view. The good old Federation will be. Closing down Broad Street and putting on a show, an extreme show, an extreme show from the Wells Fargo Center, formerly the First Union Center, formerly the Wachovia Center, 
formerly the Core State Center. I think it's about it, right? That's as far as I go back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Extreme Rules, I think for once, for first time in a long time, the pay-per-view uh, name actually yeah, looks like Extreme looks Rules. Like, yeah. Every match was, is a gimmick match. It wasn't like that before. No. It was they tried to give you like, oh, here's some regular and they have like kind of like weak, like here's a tables match and here's an extreme rules match, and that's about it. Yeah. Like that's what it would be. Now we got right we got now, a gimmick match the whole the whole show. That's what Philly wants to see, though. They want to see they want to see a slobber knocker. If you're doing a, a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules in the city that birthed extreme championship wrestling you better deliver so having it in in the city for the past however many you years have to, you have to do it you yeah if you're gonna you do an up. extreme rules match yeah. or extreme rules pay-per-view in philly yeah. you have to make it it's got to be hardcore heaven yeah they should bring back dreamer <laughs> they're not going to do that they should they're not going to oh they really should they well, got he's an exec with impact he's not coming back to wwe why they let Mickey James? Yeah, but she Mickey, was the freaking knockouts champion. Mickey's one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time. Tommy Dreamer is an ECW original. I'm not saying get Taz. They're not going to do it because they don't if, look at Tommy Dreamer like that. Uh, not, we do. They do. The yes, WWE but, does not. Yeah, but when the, the they bring want, back anybody, they're going to bring back like Rob Van Dam. He's a fucking Hall of Famer. They, they'll do that. All right, I'm good with that too. I'm good with seeing RVD. If he comes out and helps Riddle, that'd be pretty fucking cool. Actually, no, I no, I no, I take that back <laughs> because I want this fight pit to be legit and amazing, like the other one has. Yeah, but what if Rollins paid off Cormier and they just beat the shit out of uh, Riddle, and then, well, yeah, but it's a good swerve. I mean, yeah, but I want them to and actually, they, I yeah. want to, to end the story. This again, yes, this should but, be a payoff to the story. Yes, but there they, shouldn't be like do, that. They don't have anything left for them to. So you drag it out a little bit. What's wrong with that? No, I don't want. The, no, I don't want to you, drag it out. Once you get past this month, you, you go to Survivor Series. So there's another because you're not going to pay it off at Survivor. Now, this Series. feud has already been drug out enough. Yes, but it's still really good. I agree, it's good, but I yes, I need to add a layer. And you have Cormier and I think you're thinking way too more way too into Cormier is the special ref too, by the way. Oh no. Well, I still think it would be fun. It'd be like an old attitude error thing where freaking Shamrock got involved. Yeah, but I, not this. I just this one I don't want. All right. Well, I don't want I to give it. Mark out if fucking would you really? Yeah. If Cormier just started whooping Rock yeah, Riddle's they went ass. Back, yeah, if they went back to like a that's like uh, attitude error. That's I'm right good. up Triple H's alley. I'm good. I think they're gonna try and set up you know some shenanigans fucking we're going on in the attitude error. Yes, of we're course. gonna get some shenanigans. I want Cormier and Lesnar. Hey. In WWE. Farva. What's <laughs> <laughs> that restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the wall? Shenanigans? <laughs> oh. No, I want Cormier Lesnar in, in WWE. That's what I want. I want to see what Cormier's always talking about WWE. I would love to see him. Uh, That's fine, but why can't we start here? You just want to drop right, jump right to the meat and the potatoes. Yes. No, because he doesn't need to ruin Riddle and Rollins. <laughs> it's not going to ruin it. Yeah. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. No, I'm not. I'm not arguing about that. Don't you love how this just started? Uh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> God, what do you got next? <laughs> the one one other one that really intrigues me is a strap match. I knew you were going to say that for some reason. McIntyre like, and I, it wasn't the It wasn't the one that intrigued me the most, mm-hmm. but I somehow knew you were going to say that. Yeah, so it's definitely, I mean, out of all of them, yeah, the fight pit is my number one, and this strap match is number two. See, when I saw it, the most interested I was was Bailey and Bianca in a ladder. I love ladder matches. I love them. I love the whole... It's hard not to like them. They're one of the greatest gimmick matches of all time. I love the ladder match. And the physicality in the ladder match... Like, I always go back to Razor and Sean Mm -hmm. when I think of the ladder match because it wasn't like... I don't like... And I don't think this is going to be the acrobatics. I think this is going to be like... The ladder is going to be a prop as a weapon. I don't think it's going to be like a oh, I agree. like a spot agree. fest. Yeah, I like agree. the ladder matches have turned into like okay, let's see how big of a ladder I can get, and let's see who's going to jump off and try the craziest shit. Now that was cool when it was TLC and it was yeah, but now it's gotten so ridiculous. Like I don't want to be afraid if someone's like hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. I want it to be brutal in a sense of like you want right. you have the ladder used ever since like with Seamus, psychology. Soon as soon as Seamus started to do suicide dives and fucking land on ladders, like and the breaking of the ladder, I sound like a fucking old man. But and the when the ladder set up on the table and the fucking mm-hmm. the ring apron, yes, and people try and break through it. What the? Why did that become popular? I don't know, but it's brutal. It's, it's still fun to like, watch. That. Everyone looks like they get hurt. Yeah, and I think they do. Probably. It's hard not to get hurt with that with did, that kind of spot. Why do it? Just give me the the ladder. Is the psychology you beat the shit out of someone? You be, that's basically you have to incapacitate your component opponent opponent and the component. <laughs> not a component. Shut up! I was doing really good there. <laughs> your opponent and then climb the ladder. That is it. Why muck it up? The simplicity in the match. Bring it back. I I agree with you. I think they will. I think Bailey and Belair well, go ahead. will that, do that. A classic match is a strap match. And I think that's why I, I kind of uh That's older school to than the freaking ladder match. It is. Yeah. yeah. By a 100%. Lot. Yes. Yes, I know. But I'm I surprised think... you like the strap match, being how old it is. Well, because I feel like these two guys All right. are old school tight. Just guys that'll beat, the beat shit exactly yeah, beat the shit out just of each beat other. the shit out of each other you're gonna see the strap used i can't wait to see their their backs the bruises that you are gonna see someone's getting choked with it oh for sure and it, well it's gonna have to be mcintyre because you know carrying cross is gonna use that for with his uh finish yeah probably so i would assume cross would use it but no i think it's gonna be brutal i think it's gonna be le- like a legit fight so which does cross is why... have to win this yes unfortunately for mcintyre yes yeah, he has to move on. He's got to get. He's got to be legitimized somehow. Exactly. Yeah, I think Cross. Gonna, it's has not going to gonna be losing. No, no. Um, Edge and Finn in an I Quit match. That's going to be really fun to watch too because Edge. They've made a point to keep saying that Edge doesn't quit, and that kind of scares me a little bit. Uh, I don't think so. What do you I mean? don't think to Finn? You don't. You don't think he quits to Finn? No. I. I agree because I feel I, like there's more to come with this feud. I, I feel think like there has to be. Priest is kind of the next one. I yeah, feel like I he feel gets like fans they, fan I and goes like, Priest. I feel like they need a new I feel like they need an actual leader. I feel like Do you think that's what the right uh, right white rabbit comes in? I play? wouldn't mind if it was mm-hmm. and it was their leader and they beat like it's basically Edge beating the main unfortunately Finn's one of the minions, but I feel like Craw or not Cross. Um Priest and 
Balor, I don't feel like I don't feel like either of them should be leader. I don't feel like either of them are leader material. I feel like they need one more person. And yeah, I feel Ripley's a good addition. Ripley's awesome. I feel I like mean, she's Dominic the standout. Short, Dominic short shit ain't the fucking no. leader. Um, but I feel like Ripley has come a long way. Since Triple H has taken over. Yeah. I feel like she has definitely stepped forward and been able to be more herself and turn it up a little bit and be that character that she's doing, controlling Dominic, pulling him away from Ray. I feel like she has been far away the best member of that group and has stood out more. still not the leader. No, still the leader. I agree with that. Yes. So the other match that I kind of weary about but i'm still looking forward to it just because of the people that are involved is this donnie brook match because mm-hmm. i don't know what the fuck a donnie brook match is uh we'd have to look that one up <laughs> i'm I mean, not familiar with the terminology of donnie brook i know it's a fight well yeah donnie brook, chaotic fight donnie brook has always been associated with hockey as well like when a yeah, bunch of a like I mean back in the seventies with the Broad Street bullies that when they got into a fight with a bunch of bunch of different players got into a fight they called it Donnie Brook. That's what would I get it. But where it comes from with the Irish English type go ahead, because you're looking it up. A scene of uproar and disorder, a heated argument. So they're just gonna get, they're just gonna get in the ring and yell at each other the whole time. <laughs> no, I'm going to punch you. No, no, no. I'm going to punch you. I mean, look, you any, can't punch me. Anytime you get Sheamus and and Gunther in the ring together, I'm good for it because that was my favorite, one of my favorite matches of the list, pay per view. So I'm good with that. And Ridge and I see you're not excited for the Ronda Rousey and uh, Liv Morgan match. Mm, it I am. It the is least? the match I am least excited for. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm uh, intrigued to see how they go with this. Okay. I want to, I'm intrigued to see if this is just Ronda getting her title back in a dominant fashion or if this is going to actually be. I hope match. Liv beats her. Okay. Um, I'm rooting for Liv Morgan to continue the to reign. Continue. I, I, I wanted her to be, at first, I thought, ah, she's a transitional champion. She ain't going to work. And I've watched her work and I've watched her get better. And I want to see her keep going. You feel like if she loses it, that might be it. Yes. All right. I think she's back of the line. And I think you just end up Rhonda. And don't get me wrong. I think Rhonda Baszler is going to be phenomenal down the road when it happens. Do you think that's the next step? Is Rhonda in the baby face? She's not not hated? Um. No, I think she's she's more the heel than yeah, she's definitely the heel over Liv. Yeah, but how do you, is Ronda the baby face against Baszler? Or are they going to do like a a fight where they're both? Yeah, that's going to be that. That'll be hard to book that way. But yeah, I, I, it is the one I'm least looking forward to. But I am kind of rooting for Liv Morgan in this one, and I'm interested to see what's added. Now we only have six matches that we we got to get the tag team in there. Exactly, we got to get the. I would assume the bloodline. Got to get Oops in there. Uh. Are we getting a, a attempt? We're not getting an attempted cash in because Roman's not on the on the card. Correct. Um, are we getting Johnny Gargano versus Theory as a pre-show match, or will it be on the main card? They've been building for this KO. I mean, I love seeing Panda Express actually wrestle for the first time together, and as a tag team, that was pretty cool. Gargano and uh, Owens, I thought that was cool. I thought finally Gable and Otis. 
were actually wrestling and not getting bowled over by Braun <laughs> again. They didn't get those hands. No, um, but I feel like WWE is building in the right direction, and this White Rabbit thing I could kinda, be the ultimate fail. I kind of don't want it to end. I don't want to know yet. I want to carry this on because I'm afraid. I'm not gonna. I'm, You're afraid I'm not, of what's to come after the White Rabbit is revealed. I don't think they're gonna fuck it up because I I have faith in Triple H, but. You're still weary. Yeah, I wanted to keep going. I love the unknown, and I love these little hints and the voicemail that is backwards and then frontwards, and I love all this stuff. I love the mystery. You don't want the fun to stop. I don't. I'm really enjoying And actually watching Monday Night Raw and having to look for these clues and what if the person not fast forward. What if the person continues the clues? What if you just know the person and they leave more clues around to what they're going to do? I think it cheapens a little bit, All right. at least for me. All right. It might be for someone else, maybe not. But if I find out who it is and they're still leaving clues, what are they leaving clues for? What's, who their next what's, opponent is? What's to come? I guess it would depend. If it's Bray, then I'm, I would probably be in no matter what. If it's someone else who I'm on the fence on wanting it to be. Baron Corbin? Um, I'm saying anyone else but Bray. I'm on the fence. Who are you on the fence with it? What, it Anyone but Bray is what I'm saying. Like the field or Bray Wyatt. I'm on the <laughs> fence on I'm 50-50 on wanting it to be Bray or wanting yes, it to be someone different. From, someone from the field, who are you taking? I don't know. Uh, someone who needs it. Someone who really needs it. And if Baron, Baron Corbin, I don't see it working. What if uh, the White Bunny is just another alter ego of Elias? No. <laughs> no, because I think Elias is coming back as Elias. I don't think they're what he's got him, a lot of time to grow that beard, growing his beard back. And yeah, that chest hair. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, but I'm back and forth. I want it to be brave. Do you think he very gets, bad. Do you think, do you think Elias gets the pop for the guitar riff? Yes, yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, a thousand percent. When are we going to get it? Um, again, that's but another does, thing I'm intrigued with. But here's the thing he gets the huge pop, but then, then he he tells everyone to shut their mouth. Uh, depending on who his first feud is, yeah. No, I think I think no matter what, you have to have him. You come back, come back because he's going to get such an ovation. You have people I, forget about the the brother thing with KO. You just completely be like oh, that absolutely. never happened. Okay, so that yeah. so his comeback, he's not coming back to avenge that and and go after Kevin. He's going to do something completely different. Yes. Okay. Completely. Okay. I'm good with either one, to be honest. I like him coming back and avenging, and him and Ko having a program. Just be, if if Ko is not going, keeping it bizarre. Yeah, if Ko is not going for the title, so you're going to put Kevin on back in Bizarro world. That's where I wanted to go. Yes, right. if he's not going, I was for the trying title, to get him the fuck out of Bizarro. Keep me world. entertained. No. If he's not going for the title, keep me entertained. If he's not going for the title, no, if he's not I, want, for the title I want then that. I, agree. I want that loud pop of hello. This is a lies, and then I want I want them to tell everyone to shut their mouth. And then someone interrupt him as he is about to play. No, just let him go. Let him let him have his first song back. Ah. <laughs> I'm a lot of drink. I refilled. Good for you. Uh, Good for you. <laughs> yeah. So I can't. I honestly can't wait for this pay per view. I am very excited. I'm for excited it. too. And I can't. I'm hoping a couple more matches. Give me two more matches, and I think that's it. Maybe one. Well, we got Monday Night I'm Raw okay. right now yeah. as we're as we're recording. Well, here's the thing. I'm okay with having eight. I'm okay with having six too. Just give me six. They won't do six. I think they're. Gonna yeah, but here's eight. the thing, though. Six is right in Triple H's wheelhouse where he can make. He has six story unless he has one more storyline that he thinks he can eke out 
because he was really good at the five match NXT takeover yeah. card. Yeah. I don't see why this stuff has to be any different than that. Give me a really memorable two and a half hours than a drawn out four and a half, five hours. Just give me a solid two and a half, three hours. I'm in. Of all bangers. That's what he did in NXT. Yeah. Perfectly fine with that fucking. Oh, the other thing. Oh, before okay. we before sure. we forget. Before I forget, I should say. Smackdown. It looks like we might have the return of LA Knight. Oh, okay. Because we have Max Dupree attacking his models and taking off his jacket and throwing his belt buckle at them. And then as he walks away, slightly saying, yeah. <laughs> as he walks away, <laughs> the old catchphrase were uh, L.A. Knight. So I can't wait if we're getting an L.A. Knight back and getting L.A. Knight on SmackDown. That just furthers... Absolutely. Not that I think he's going to be on the pay-per-view, but just a character who's away from Max Dupree. Yes. Who's good on the mic and we know can go in the ring. So I'm but he doesn't have to. That's the best part. Yes. Yep. I agree. He doesn't have to. All right. All right. I think I'll do it. We did another one. Yeah. And another one bites the dust. Yeah. So thank you for watching. We hope you enjoyed and listening. Ah. And uh, <laughs> we will be talking to you very soon. <laughs>